Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the She Believe He Could podcast. This is a very special episode because we are announcing our prayer journal officially launching March 13th, but you can pre-order your journal today at www.shebelievehecould.org. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast, a declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. I am your host, Kiana. Welcome back. So this podcast episode is very special because we have Instagram live over on my iPhone. And so we are doing a live recording for this episode. This episode is 32, My Truth Behind Prayer Journaling. And as we prepare to launch this prayer journal, it is my prayer that everyone kind of get the gist of what a prayer journal is. I've seen so many different responses, so many different answers as to what a prayer journal is. You will be surprised that most people do not prayer journal. They have never prayer journaled. They are not really familiar with it. And so that um, is very interesting to me, but it does not you know, bring caution or awareness or anything. It's more so of a resource. So prayer journaling for me It started when I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on with my life, right? And so I'm a writer. So if you're a writer, that's where it starts. If you are someone who likes to get your thoughts out onto paper, if you're someone who likes to brain dump a lot of times, prayer journaling is no different. So on this episode, we are going to jump into some questions. I have about four questions that I have in, you know, in regards to my own personal life, my own journey when it comes to prayer journaling. But most of all, I kind of just want to talk about my prayer journal that will be launching on Saturday. So this prayer journal is called I Am Who You Say I Am. It's an affirmation prayer journal. So there's 30 biblical. Okay, let's let's say that one time for the people in the back. It's a biblical affirmation prayer journal. So throughout your journal, you're going to get 30 affirmations. And I wanted to go a little further for those who are not Bible scholars, those who are not Bible readers. No judgment. I wanted to throw in some scripture that correlates with your affirmation. So not only are you speaking and declaring authority of your life and you're speaking life over yourself, you're doing it by the word of God. You're laying down that foundation that God speaks over you. It's already been written over your heart. And so not only are you going to declare who you are and who God sees you, you're going to affirm that with scripture. So in your prayer journal, you're going to have five different Bible translations. I'm going from New Living, Christian Standard, New International, New King James. And I even went so far to give you the message version of the Bible because I am a person who likes to cross reference the text. If I'm not getting it in New King James, then I need to go to New Living. If New Living isn't doing it for me, then I need to be over at New International. And if New International is just not moving me in the way that I need to, then maybe 
I need to simplify it a little bit further and really break that thing down to the message. And sometimes that's what it takes. It takes you cross-referencing the text for you to get it, for you to understand it, for you to really receive exactly the revelation that you're needing to get. And sometimes you may not get a revelation and that's okay. But reading your Bible is part of a strategic routine that comes with your walk with God. And when you are really referencing your prayers, you want to be sure that you're affirming that with scripture. So throughout your prayer journal, you're going to have six journal entries in between each affirmation. I was very strategic when I did that because I wanted you to have a lot of room to write. I think for me personally, I wanted you to know that God sees you as daughter. So I am starting each of these prayers with Father God. I want you to not only call him God, but to see him in the way that he sees you. He calls you daughter. For all of my ladies who's listening and tuning in, God calls you daughter. So he is the father unto you. So let's address him in the way that we can already be vulnerable. We're going to call him Father God. So we're going to open up our prayer with just that. At the very top of your prayer page, you're going to have a date. Now, dates are very important when you're writing out your prayers. If you're just writing in general, because you can be able to look back and timestamp when things were occurring in your life. Like I said before on many podcasts, sometimes when we get through things and we go over things, we kind of don't think back on those things, especially if we found ourselves overcoming something we don't really reference back, right? So I love to put dates on everything that I'm writing because when I flip back through my journal, I want to be able to pinpoint exactly when God moved and he answered prayers in my life. And so on your prayer page, at the very end, there's going to be a space for gratitude. Now, I know for me personally, when I write my prayers to God, depending on the season, depending on exactly what I'm talking to him about, I always want to end my prayer, no matter what, with the heart of gratitude. I want to thank God for the things that he's doing. I want to thank God for the seasons that I'm in the places that he's taking me, the things that I don't see just yet. I want to thank God for what he's already doing. And what that does, it really leave you with a place of gratefulness because you could have just poured out in prayer. You could have just prayed down heaven for some things that are going on in your life. But we don't want to stay there. We kind of just want to give it over to God, rest it at his feet and then give God our grateful heart. Let him know that we thank him anyway and that if he does nothing else, he has done enough. And I think a lot of times when we go into prayer, we just put these things onto God and we don't ever say thank you. We don't ever say thank you, Father, for being who you are. We don't ever say thank you, Father, for just giving me this day. Because tomorrow is not promised. So I thank you on this day. I thank you in prayer in this moment. So I wanted to be very intentional. So not only are we addressing God for who he is in our life, and that's father, because he calls us daughter. We are time stamping our prayers with a date. It's very important that you put the date that you're writing. And then we're closing with a heart of gratitude. That's very intentional. We want to be sure that we're thanking God no matter what and that we're thanking God at all times and we're keeping praise in our mouth. No matter the circumstance, no matter what it looks like, we want to keep praise in our mouth. So to start off this first question, when did I start prayer journaling? 
To be completely transparent, I started prayer journaling the summer of 2014. The summer I decided to separate myself from my husband because I decided that I didn't want to be married anymore. So I started writing. I started to get out of those emotions that I was feeling. I started to put them onto paper. I didn't know at the time that I was praying. It was more so of me writing in a diary. That's how I felt. I felt that I needed to get my emotions out. I needed to express myself. And I did that in writing. But the more I wrote, the more I emptied myself onto the paper, tears came with it. Happiness came with it. Joy came with it. All of these things came with it. And I found myself having praise in my mouth. I have my journal that I originally had in 2014. This is the one journal that saved my marriage. This journal is filled with the ugly. This journal is filled with the nasty, with the gritty, but it's also filled with the joyful moments. It's also filled with the moments where I was so happy that God was going to give me another chance, that my marriage was going to be saved right before my eyes, that I made the choice to declare and speak some things over my life. At the time, I can admit that I wasn't heavy in my Bible, not at all, but I knew that I could write. I knew that I could sit down and I can express myself onto paper and I could really give it my all. So prayer journaling to me back then was just me journal writing. It wasn't intentional. It didn't have any meaning or it didn't hold weight as much as it do now. So prayer journaling to me was an outlet. It started with me just getting out of my head with things. You know, I was writing down my anger, my my frustrations. I was writing out the things that I could not tell people verbally, things that I was ashamed to say. I couldn't even tell my best friend things that I could not tell my mother. I was putting them down onto paper in a journal that I never showed anyone. And so that second question rose around, how did it strengthen your prayer life? Well, in the midst of me writing, guys, The same year I got saved, I completely gave my life over to Jesus Christ. I wanted to declare the victory not only over my life, but in my marriage. And so at that time, I started to really walk with Jesus and I started to carry that cross that we're called to carry. So to strengthen that, something that was I felt was broken, God was saying is it's not that it was broken, but it was weak. It was vulnerable. It didn't have any substance. So yes, over time, that did have to be strengthened. But one thing that it did, it started to set the intentionality of what I was writing. Every time fear, anger, frustration came up, I went to my journal. I went to what I knew. I knew that I could get it out on paper. And I knew that once it was off of me, I knew that I would be in a much better space. Let me tell you something. The one thing that I've learned throughout the years is that the enemy is coming for your mental capacity. He wants your mind. So he's he's coming through your ear gates. He's coming through your eye gates and he's trying to torment you mentally. So if you're battling with your thoughts, if you're battling with the things that no one hears, the things that if you said it out loud, they probably would look at you crazy. Those things, those things that keep us in the dark, those things that keeps us broken inside. Getting them out onto paper is intentional because God can carry that. God can handle the very things that no one can hear, the very things that no one wants to see. So when I started to pray a journal, it was more so of me talking to God about the things that I felt no one could help me with. Not my mother, not my husband, not my children, nobody. And so me writing in my journal became 
a strategy because I knew I was going to put it in my journal and I was going to give it over to God. And I knew at that moment it was all well. It was going to be good with my soul because I had emptied it out and off of me onto God. And so when you get your prayer journal, I want you to be very intentional about the way that you want to utilize it. I had a coworker who asked me, is your prayer journal only for prayers? I said, no, it'll be whatever you want it to be. But just keep in mind that the intentionality of the journal is already set. I've prayed over that journal. I've designed it in a way to where God will get the glory. Even if you're new to your faith, even if you're toggling in between and you don't know if you believe, even if your relationship with God is not as strong or you feel is not where it should be, that prayer journal is already set with the intention right before you. It has scripture that you could read without you opening your Bible. It has affirmations that you can recite over yourself without even feeling that you're in the presence of God. Let me tell you, God will meet you wherever you are. So if you're in the car with that journal, if you're on vacation at beach, um, at the workplace, in the bathroom, come on somebody, God will meet you wherever you are. And I pray that lives are saved and changed with this very journal. I really do because I pray that the intentionality that is set within this journal, God holds the power in that. And so, To go into this next question, somebody asked, what do I find most helpful in writing? Now, like I said, I'm a writer in general. I've always been a writer. Even when I was in school, I used to love writing those long passages. So what I found most helpful when it came to my walk with God or just in my relationship period is that I was able to be all of me. I was able to be free in my writing. No one judged my writing. No one came from my grammar. No one came from my punctuation. Listen, I wrote whatever I wanted to. I wrote whatever I felt like I wanted to write. However, I needed God to hear me. That's what I wrote. However, I felt like God was going to get the rawest, purest form of me. That's what I wrote. I want y'all to be encouraged that My prayer journal is not going to look like your prayer journal. Your prayer journal is not going to look like her prayer journal and so forth and so forth. Your prayer journal is really designed to be all of what you make it. And that's another intentional asset of your journal. It has a monogram on the cover because you have to know that it is uniquely yours and that God loves you the way that you are. You are who he says you are. Even when it doesn't feel good, even when it doesn't feel like you're doing something or that you are putting things into place as the world may call it or, you know, as the world may apply that pressure. But you have to know that this journal is something that is completely yours. Like I said, the intentionality is set. Someone asked this question and we're going to leave it at this. Somebody said, well, how often do you write in your prayer journal? And I said, that's a very good question because it depends on the season. There are times where I'm in my journal every single day, every single day. There are times when I'm in my journal multiple times a day, twice a week. Three times a week, it just depends on my complete worship. Prayer journaling for me became an act of worship. It became a conversation between me and God that I wanted to, instead of verbally announce it in prayer, I would get in my journal and I would write. So I think a lot of times I write from a place of surrender. I write from a place of vulnerability. When I don't have the words to speak, when I don't have the cry to cry, when I don't have the song to sing, I'm writing. 
I'm writing to God because I know that in here in my mental space, the thoughts that he knows before we think them, the things that he knows before we even say them, I need to get that out onto him. I need for him to know what's real. So when you're thinking about building a relationship with God, it comes with complete trust. It comes with that vulnerability that no matter what happens or no matter what you're putting out onto paper, God still loves you and he still calls you. He still calls you valuable. He still calls you victorious. He still calls you redeemed. He still says you're wonderfully made. He still says that you're purposely made, that you are crowned with victory, that he speaks life over you. That was another asset that I wanted this journal to have was those affirmations, because even when it's not feeling good, even when you're not seeing the fruits of your labor, You have to know that God still calls you and affirms you with all thing good, right? Like everything good, God still speaks over you and he still calls you. But we have to affirm and we have to declare some things in our life. We have to be intentional with our prayers. We have to really sit before God and give him that time. That time that we can't get back is very important when you're trying to step out on faith That you believe not by what you see, because if you waited on a good day to get in that journal or a perfect time in your life to pray before God, it may not ever happen because life is going to happen. Life is nonstop. Right. So you have to break away. You have to set the intentionality of your prayer life. You have to talk to God or in the way that you would like for him to hear you. So like I said, when I started journaling in 2014, It was more so from a place of surrender. God, I'm going to empty out all of my thoughts, all of my negativity, all of my frustration onto you. And the more I wrote, the more I wrote, the more I was finding completion in that because I was literally shedding off those things onto paper. Prayer journaling is not one way. Prayer journaling is not what somebody else is going to tell you that it should be. Prayer journaling is you being free in your writing, expressing to God in whatever way that looks like. You coming up with the strategy to write to God is important when it comes to your prayer life. It strengthens your prayer life. You coming up with the time that you're going to set aside to get in your journal and be intentional about your prayer life or just, um, you know, working on your relationship with God. A lot of people think there's a, a set of rules that one have to abide when prayer journaling when that's not true. Prayer journaling is as free as you open up your mouth to worship. When you're singing your favorite gospel song, when your hands is up in complete praise, that is as free as you're going to be in writing. And that's one thing I did in the beginning. I committed to my prayer journal because that's all I had before I had a song, before I had praise, before I had such a grateful heart, before I had a, a, a complete surrender unto God. All I had was my journal, a pen and some paper. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote until I couldn't write no more. And so now my prayer journal, I'm excited about this new one because of the affirmations. Because sometimes when you don't have words to say, sometimes you just need to affirm and recite the good in your life. And sometimes that's all it's going to be. You just need to recite and affirm the good. When you can't see nothing else, when you can't feel nothing else, those affirmations and that scripture is going to be crucial to your prayer life. So that was intended. That was intended. So until next time, girlfriend.
Hello.